Uh, I, I'm usually against gift cards, like giving them because I, I just, I've always felt they've been so like, like not personal and and they're just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot about you. But as I was checking out, I was like, Hey, maybe you could use this, you know, $5 Chick-fil-A gift card. Um, which Chick-fil-A is awesome. Uh, wrong, but $5 though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a real slap in the face. Go get get a drink. Yeah. Maybe not. Don't even get a full like (laughs) nuggets. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number 15 now. Wow, we're just flying right through these of the uh, still currently titled Better If You're Drunk. We haven't had any conversations um, since the last episode about it. Uh, At least I haven't had any feedback. Mario here. I said my name. Back again with me as always, Jose. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back, Jose. William. Big Willie Star here, the champ. Big Willie is here again, here to remind everyone that once upon a time he somehow won a championship. Blah, blah, blah. And that is it for today. Castro uh, still traveling. Last we heard he was with Border Patrol. Uh, it's not a racist joke. He literally was at the border <laughs> of Mexico. and uh, He found a bigger and, rock to hide in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although, you know, he has no reason to hide this week. He would be here gloating if he could since he, uh, he got to play you this past Sunday. Well, he's not. He's not here. Uh, where where is he gone. even that he was crossing the, crossing the border or whatever? Mexico. That's what he told me. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, uh, seeing a doctor to get a checkup, like get blood but, yeah. work and everything. Okay. Yeah, okay. he said. I, like I knew it was cheaper. Mexico. I just I didn't know where in Mexico. But um, oh, where? I, again, I that, that guy's life is so secretive to me. I don't. It's a privilege <laughs> to just to even know the guy. So yeah, I just apparently, don't ask these questions. Apparently, his mom knows like uh, a doctor down there or something, and he said uh, he was going to get a checkup, but he doesn't have insurance, so it's cheaper down there. So they went all the way to Mexico to for this idiot to get a checkup because he continues to go to <laughs> uh, casinos and try to catch COVID, I guess. So I don't blame him. That is interesting that he would go to Mexico to save money at a doctor, but then go blow a thousand bucks at a casino. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was waiting for someone else to say it. Jeez. Oh, trust me. We've, we've said it already. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm sure Isaac would have some, fucking some idiot. Uh, comments. <laughs> we should have had Isaac back on. This is kind of thrown together last minute. I was, I was working late again and we were already kind of late on this. We probably could have done this as early as Monday. Cause most of our matchups were hmm. in fact finished. Um, Normal way. I was actually thrown off by the fact that waiver wires processed last night because I'm so I've been gotten used to it processing on Thursday and all these like extended Tuesday games and stuff. Um, so they processed last night, which we'll get into. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, how's y'all's how's y'all's week been? You guys ready for for Christmas? We're about eight days out. Nope. I'm yeah, I, I complete opposite for me. I'm I feel like I'm ahead of the game, getting uh get doing all the Christmas shopping and um have you know my days off already set for um end of next week and the beginning of the following. So um just a few few extra gifts that I have to go get for for some of you fools. Um, but outside of that, no, I'm I'm ready for it. It came up pretty quick. Uh, I think I've said it this one too many times, but it's it feels like a slow year. But at the same time, I'm like, how are we already in you know end of the year? So uh, it's just a weird year, man. 
William? Yeah, I'm not ready, dude. <laughs> I haven't done much shopping. Um, uh, it's been a busy week this week. Uh, Nine days, man. So, yeah, I'll probably go this weekend. I'll probably yeah. go this weekend. I barely put up the Christmas tree this past weekend um, and put up, like, the ornaments and stuff. So I am behind on Christmas presents, but I'll be fine. This is nowhere I haven't been before. But uh, yeah, your your brother's actually saying that last year you guys went to I don't even know if he told me the store if it's the mall or, or whatever, but you guys just went and knocked everybody out in one swoop. Oh, one trip. Best Buy. It was Best Buy. Was he, it? Yeah, he was just adamant about using his credit card. So I was like, <laughs> all right. Sounds and like so him. I was like, let's use your credit card and I'll pay you in cash like uh, half of what we get. So we're like, all right, let's it was a good idea, you know. Like I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you the cash anyway. So let's just get what we can. Mm. And uh, yeah, we got everybody's present there. You know, we found something to get something. Yeah. You know, I remember we just went Alexa out and like get, got everybody <laughs> <laughs> an Alexa. You get an Alexa. You get an Alexa. I got two. Hey, <laughs> I got two. Yeah. I got two. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Alexa and her friend. Uh, how are you yeah. liking those things? I remember you were you were read all about them in January last year. Uh, that's to me, right? Yeah, I, um, I loved them. Um, Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, they, they still work great. I, I'm going to have use for them, but then, um, Apple kind of stepped back into that market and released the Uh HomePod mini. Um, I, I was 100% against getting the HomePod because of its price. And I didn't feel like it had the quality that some of the other speakers out there, smart speakers out there, um, had, um, and the price was just insane to me. Um, so I was like, I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to do it. And then Apple comes out this holiday season and says, Hey, HomePod mini. Um, you know, it's like twice the power and half the size of the HomePod and it's only a hundred bucks. So, um, haven't bought any. Um, but I, I, I just, I'm, I, I have one, what is it? A um, echo or, or whatever, like the main, main one is, and then three dots like all over the house. So I'm already like integrated. Um, but I have, lo- <laughs> I have this loyalty to Apple that I just, you know, it's, 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 it's gross is what it is, but it's, it's what I am. Um, so Do I don't, you, I don't, are you familiar with that meme where it's like a guy walking with his arm around his girlfriend and he's like turning back, making like an Ooh face. And it's like another girl walking another direction. That's him. I feel like yeah. that's you. Your arm is around Alexa, but your eyes are turning back, checking out that, that HomePod mini, Apple from mini whatever. <laughs> 100%. I guess in this meme, it wouldn't be Alexa. It'd be all her little kids, the little three dots you got. And you're just going to kick the whole family to the curb. I'm going to get you another Echo Dot or some shit now instead of Apple <laughs> Mini. Alexa's pregnant again with another dot. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to take this and you're going to love it. I have I have an extra like I have an extra one. I bought an extra one for the garage, um, specifically for the garage. And then I think the HomePod Mini news came out a day after I bought that. Um and I haven't put it, I haven't installed it. I haven't set it up anything. Cause I'm like, I don't know what I'm, what I want to do. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, no, I, I, I love them. I, I think having the best feature for me is like having the same playlist or the same song playing in all three or four rooms. And so whenever you walk through the house, you, you never really lose the sound or, uh, the place in the songs. So I, I think that feature, I don't know, I forget what you call it, but I, I love that. Uh, yeah, just multi-room player stuff like that. We've got a bunch of them here and are, are big fans, but all right, we'll, uh, we'll shop Apple stuff first. Actually, uh, sort of on that topic, uh, you two are people I've been getting asked for a lot in terms of people wanting to know what you guys want. 
And uh, I think probably most of those people listen to this podcast. So here's your chance. Uh, I didn't ask you guys to prepare it beforehand. But if there is something that you would like to direct any interested parties towards, uh, this might be the, the your chance to get it off your chest. Uh, I, D, this is freaking, it's weird, uh, being asked that, like D's asked me the other day that my brother was no help. I think it was about a week or two ago. <laughs> and, uh, he asked him, he was like, Hey, what does your brother want for Christmas? And he's like, what did he tell you these? I, I have no idea. Or <laughs> All he said was a new pair of balls. And then, and then the, the next message was like, haha, I honestly don't know. Thanks Fonz. That helped tremendously, <laughs> tremendously. Thank you so much. Yeah, you two are probably the last ones I would ask about each other. Like, I wouldn't ask you about your brother, and I wouldn't ask him about you. Well, you should, because I give some pretty good input from my brother. I'm paying attention. Normally, I, I ask Mario for just about everyone, because I feel like he just knows those things about everyone. But I, I had already asked him for like about two people, and I was like, man, like this guy's super busy. <laughs> I, I'm not going to send him another message like, oh, thanks for getting me, you know, person a and person b but also can you give me c d and e like i didn't want to be that annoying person i was like let me let me just try to ask like separately and um that uh, method proved to um fail so yeah when i asked Vaughn, so so back to me i guess to my point um if you are curious d's has my list so just just text d's if he doesn't mind and uh he will screenshot you the list that i gave him I literally spent like two hours trying to figure that out. It was just weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, this is, you know, it's it's whatever. I get it, you know. Uh, so I don't know if the list makes sense. If it doesn't, it's cool. But. Yeah, text me and and I'll I'll let you know. I got a pretty long list from Will, so I can um I can I can help with that. Um, as far as I I I'm I go, I guess I actually just sent a list to uh to Mario. Um, it only had like th- three. <laughs> So uh, it only had like three or four like actual products and, and then the rest. Uh, I, I'm usually against gift cards, like giving them because I, I just I've always felt they've been so like, n- like not personal. And, and they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot about you. But as I was checking out, I was like, hey, maybe you could use this, you know, five dollar Chick-fil-A gift card, um, which Chick-fil-A is awesome. Uh, wrong, but <laughs> five dollars, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a real slap fuck? in the face. <laughs> go, get, go get a drink. Yeah. Maybe not. Don't even get a shit. full. Like eight piece nuggets. <laughs> Pay your other three dollars that you owe. Um, but but yeah, like I mean, I, I guess uh, so. That list, I also had like Amazon gift card and, and like a PlayStation Store gift card. So um, again, normally I'm against gift cards, but um, you know, the older I get, the more I, I enjoy gifts. I I haven't usually liked getting. Um, so right? ask Mario. I'm I'm I'm. I think I feel like I'm I'm easier this year than than last when it comes to Christmas shopping. I'll just get you the Apple product that you don't have. That's where I know everybody goes. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Yeah. Love Apple. Love Apple. Yeah. Anything Apple. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with, with you, Jose. Um, uh, I, I, I also don't like giving gift cards because I would like to think it could be a, find something a little more personal. But on the flip side, I absolutely have no issue receiving them because I mean, I always say at some point, I, I go to Amazon for everything. At some point, your gift will be used for to purchase something. I just don't have a huge list of wants or, or needs right now. And like the amount of excitement I get when I have something in the cart and then it's, uh, I've just watched the total disappear and go away to a credit card. Like it's, yeah, it is not impersonal if I'm going to be on the receiving side. But honestly, I was, I was just telling you, I'm going through a handful 
of uh, expenses right now and trying to buy a sandwich shop and uh, and refinance <laughs> the house and HOAs do and the, my escrow account got screwed up. So I just, I feel like I'm getting like at it from all sides. So my offer to anyone uh, who might usually exchange gifts with me, uh, if you would like to mutually save the money and say, you know, my gift to you is you don't have to worry about me and I'm not going to worry about you. And I would, you know, I would gladly accept that this year as well. <laughs> so I'm going to put that out there. That's uh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> See, but I feel like that that happens. Like, Mara, you have a very you know specific scenario, but I feel like in in some other scenarios where it's like, okay, handshake deal, you're not going to give me anything. I'm not going to get you. And then fucking <laughs> on Christmas Day or whenever whenever the gift yeah. exchange is, somebody somebody on that side of on one side of the deal fucks up and <laughs> gives break. the other person they something, break. and then the person who didn't gift anything, they feel like a jackass. So yeah, if, if sure. you if anyone listening takes you up on that deal. <laughs> Both sides need to hold up their end. Word. Both sides. I'm just going to stock up on uh, $5 Chick-fil-A cards just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes, I'm going to get you that. I'm going to get you a $3 <laughs> Chick-fil-A gift card. <laughs> now, I got to say, uh, I've been with Mario multiple times uh, where we're at like a Ooh. store or something. Because hey. <laughs> <laughs> we were picking up gift cards. <laughs> and uh, I do get upset. Because uh, out of jealousy, because this fucking guy is like, I think I have a gift card. You know, it's like, mm, I do. And it's like, mm, I got $50 on there. Go to another store. I think I got a gift card here. Oh, let me see. Yep, I do. I haven't used it. And sometimes he won't use it. He'll be like, nah, I'll save it for next time. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this guy has like stash of gift cards in his wallet that he has used for anything. I literally do have an envelope <laughs> in my car of just gift cards. And <laughs> uh, if I don't have one of those, I'm like, hold on, I got an email for 25% off this place probably. So exactly. there's always some way. <laughs> if I pay 100% somewhere, it's a, it's a loss usually. But all right. I, uh, sorry, we went a little longer on uh, on gifts than I planned to, but uh, that might be... It's Christmas pitches. <laughs> it is, It is because I don't think we'll be... I don't know if we'll be able to get them out in time for, for next week, so... A little extended just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thanks for indulging me on that. That was pretty uh, helpful, hopefully not only for each other, but for uh, anyone who might be interested in those topics. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the matchups of the week. I should have invited your brother to come on. Again, we got on uh, pretty short notice and we've been putting Time this to get already, off right now. I might be able to call him and, <laughs> and get him on. But um, man, this last episode... I was editing. Uh, he was in a squeaky chair, and like it took. It was a. It was an hour and forty long, forty minute long episode as it was. But yeah. having to go through and listen for all the just over <laughs> the details, it took me so long to get out. So I told him if he does come back, he's you know he's laying on the bed or something. He's not allowed in the chair anymore. I don't think he would have laying on a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just somewhere quiet. But um, yeah, he probably wouldn't have had much excitement anyway because his strategy the whole last six weeks of the season was not going to get my hopes up. You know, whatever happens, happens. And then last <laughs> week he did a total 180, came out real aggressive, talking shit, saying he's going to win. And in fact, not only did he not win, but Jose pointed out that he set the record for biggest blowout loss uh, in the history of our playoffs. Two two things I want to say about that is I my data did okay so that record still stands. Uh, Mario over Fonz is the biggest blowout in 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 play in a single game playoff in in our history at least. Um, but um, my data didn't hold up in that I overlooked um, what the highest was before that happened this past week. And Mario, it was actually your game over Isaac in the first round last year 
where you had uh, you beat him by 45.1 points, and then it was Isaac's win over you in the championship game 2017, 41.7. So I messed up there. You had the record before. You obviously still have it now, but it was just an oversight on my part. Um, the second thing is that not only did uh, Fonz change up his uh, strategy approaching this playoff game, but he also got cursed by Castro, right? I mean, I think Castro Word. was the one who called it out. And was like, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm calling it. Fonz is your new champion, and uh, that's what I'm saying. Look, look where that got got him. So, Don't Fonz, if there's anyone to blame, Castro. it's not you. It's not Mario. It's not anyone else but Castro. Mm-hmm. I agree, a hundred percent. He might also like to put some blame on Aaron Jones and Tyler Lockett, based on uh, my experience watching the game with him on on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Final score on that one, uh, 118.16 to 71.92. Fonz, in fact, even if you count the teams that didn't play, except for Michelle, uh, he had the lowest score, so he would have lost to just about everybody. And it was just just one of those things. That's the danger of single game elimination in the playoffs that uh, all those guys just had an off game. Herbert, 15. Aaron Jones, 7.5. Wayne Gallman's 7. The first time Wayne Gallman didn't score double digits in, in five yep. games. Tyler Lockett, um, 5.2. T. Higgins had 4.9. And nobody on the bench was any better. Like, he couldn't have done anything. He could have started a different defense to squeeze out two more points. And that was that was about it. So just not in the cards for Fonz this week. On the flip side, Pretty much everyone I talked about that I was worried about um, gave me no reason to be worried. Uh, Watson, I was right on. Uh, I was right to be concerned. He only had 16.5. And the poor guy, he lost all of his receivers. Uh, he got like hit in the nuts at some point. I don't know if you guys watched the game. But, yeah. Wait, who uh, did? Deshaun Watson. I didn't see that. No, 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 no. And so but, I, it was on the drive where they were about to score. He literally hit his tight end, Jordan Aikens, in like it was wide open in the corner of the end zone. And Aikens' uh, like hands were two feet just it's like he forgot how like spatial reasoning exists. His <laughs> arms were just not anywhere near the ball where the ball should have gone. It looked like the sun was maybe in his face, just right in that corner, because he was uh, not even close. So he he drops a wide open touchdown. So I'm upset about that. Next play, Watson tries to scramble from the three to go in. He gets like flipped upside down, lands on his arm, and takes a hit to the nuts. And he's just laying on the floor for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, if this fucking tight end had just caught the ball, like we're not going through this right now. But um, we, I, they end up not scoring on the drive, so I missed that on a touchdown, which at the time I thought was a pretty big deal. Um, mm. Turned out not to be because Dalvin Cook, who I was worried about, put up 17. Nick Chubb, who I was worried about, put up 22. Uh, I was not worried about Jefferson, but he only gave me 5.9. Uh, pretty quiet day for him. But uh, one of my bigger players that came through, Rodrigo Blankenship. Woo! William Sloppy Seconds, who you <laughs> – and you know what? I knew when you did it, you predicted eight points for him. But I could tell you were just – you were in a, a mode for rooting for your brother and you weren't thinking with your gut. You weren't yeah, actually using a predictive skill. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> because you didn't even look to see who they were playing. Nah, it, was very, it was a very biased number, I got to say. And I also was adjusting to this 1877 mineral water. So the, the, <laughs> the magic works there too. You know, I got to adjust to the new stuff first and then my magic will work. So uh, I can say I am adjusting really well now. Well, try and take <laughs> your uh, bias out of it for the next one because I suddenly have a kicker decision to make. Uh, as early as tomorrow because I picked up the Raiders kicker uh, overnight and he 
he's ranked. I don't know. We'll talk about that later, but okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, I did watch the game with Fonz. As we mentioned last episode, it's his last week in town here with us. Um, there was one point where he, his spirits had sunk so low. He was just completely enveloped in blankets and it like made a hood out of them. Over, <laughs> You can only see like, you look like Cyclops just had a tiny slit in the blanket, but he like, wasn't even trying to look at the TV. Uh, Michelle snapped and shared a picture and we don't have the social media ready to go just yet. But if we did, that definitely uh, would have made it up there because it gave oh, all of man. us a good laugh. Those pictures were going to come so handy in social media when we get that going. There's going to be so oh, many yeah. pictures of my brother. So many. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it. <laughs> it's just going to be a weekly thing where every Sunday, just like this is how Fonz is sleeping this Sunday. Just him <laughs> sleep on the couch <laughs> during the games. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like we said, just, just a tough day at the office for Fonz. My team, uh, showed up big in the first game and, uh, luckily didn't have to sweat too many missed, uh, starts. The only real one I, I, I really missed was Miles Sanders. But, um, mm. like I said, uh, well, I didn't say this to you guys, but Sanders, he broke off like an 82 yard touchdown or something like that. So yeah, 14 of that. his 25 points came on one play. New Orleans hadn't allowed a hundred yard rusher in like two seasons or something insane like that. And um, if you take away that one big play, he only had like 13 carries for uh, like 40 yards or something like that. Not, not super impressive, but um, I'm getting a little bit off topic here and I'm trying not to preview next week's games, but I, it is curious. Uh, what do you guys think of Jalen hurts? He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's obviously more more mobile than Carson Wentz. Um, I like I I feel like I missed that. Like I, I I went to sleep one night and I woke up and when I went to sleep it was like all about like the Eagles were all, all about Carson Wentz. And when I woke up the next morning it was like <laughs> no 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 we don't know if he's the future after paying him you know whatever that you know max deal or c- contract was or w- whatever the figures are. But obviously that there was you know months and weeks built up into that decision. But I you know. At, at first glance, obviously he, you know, he, he won the game. He's, 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 you know, doing pretty well, yeah. but like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a better, well, he's definitely the future for, for the Eagles. Uh, I think Wentz is on his way out, man. You know, I think, you think football, they paid that guy a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know. I was just going to say like, I think football took like a psychological, psychological toll on the guy. Like every year he just gets hurt when it's playoff time. It happens every year. You know, he also, like he said he had to see a therapist after uh, his team was taken to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl by his backup, Nick Foles. And Nick Foles. So he got to like celebrate the championship, but he like had that weird thing where he's supposed to be the guy and the, the backup came in and won it. So it like he got the ring, but it wasn't, you know, he, you know, he would have preferred to be the one doing that. And just, it's not like Nick Foles, like handed the ball off and like game managed his way through that. He threw for over 400 yards and really went and took that win over right. the Patriots. Right. Um, so yeah, Wentz, Wentz uh, is having a tough go of it on a non-personal note. I was talking to Michelle about the Eagles scenario and how unique it is because in what situation does the, uh, was he number one overall? He was top two if he wasn't number one. And what scenario does the franchise quarterback who was just paid a buttload of money out of contract gets injured, has his team win the Super Bowl anyway with a backup that they didn't deem good enough to keep around. You come back in, continue to get hurt, actually regress and play worse. And now a new backup comes in 
who has quote unquote not an NFL arm and can, is better at running than actually throwing the ball comes in and beats the 10 and two saints. Like, what do you do if you're the Eagles in this scenario? And the whole time I was saying this, Michelle is just grinning. You know, diehard Cowboys fan just loves to see terrible things happen to the Eagles. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, I love it. I love all of it. So uh, they got a whole bunch of money sunk into this guy. I don't know what his value is. And uh, yeah, I don't envy the general managers of Philadelphia today. No, not at all. And I, I just want, you know, because I was going to say earlier that on, you know, all the social media, it's like, oh, Carson Wentz is very much still the, you know, the leader of our team. You know, it's just we, you know, the coaches are saying we need to spark, you know, we're going to run with uh, with Hertz this week and, 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 you know, going into this next week. But it's like, it, I feel like that's just more of like a, a PR thing that they have to say um, <laughs> just to keep things just, you know, keep getting things moving um, in, in a positive way. And then in the offseason, they'll address whatever they need to address. But I don't see them like when it comes to talent going back to Carson Wentz, but at the same time, it's just all that money's tied up to him. It's 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 just a weird one-off scenario. Mm. Very weird, very weird indeed. Glad it's not our problem, but not like the Cowboys don't have their own problems. Um, yeah. Wrapping up uh, my matchup against Fonz. Just uh, looking ahead, Fonz will move on to play. Uh, not to spoil the next matchup, but um, well, we'll save it. Fonz will go on to play for uh, fifth place next week, mm. and we'll talk about that in one sec. I am going on to face Miller, who I didn't catch this because I, I turn off my notifications on Sunday because I don't want to see like this player scored before it happens because we watch on like a delayed feed and I forgot to turn him back on. I didn't realize that this morning Miller already sent me a congrats, like going oh, yeah. early for the curse on Wednesday morning. Early, real early. Going early. It's I, I didn't catch it till like four in the afternoon. I was like this fucking guy, but uh, we'll get into previewing my matchup against him, but uh, it is the two and three seed facing off uh, for the right to go to the finals and play the winner of, uh, the other matchup, which we'll talk about um, more on the next episode, which will probably be Friday. But uh, for now, we're still recapping the other game, which was Warwick versus Scott. We talked about how Scott uh, got off to a slow start with Damian Harris and Brandon Cooks, uh, giving him five and three respectively. I didn't think he'd be able to overcome it. Um, turns out he put up a pretty good fight Um in the afternoon with, of all people, the Bears on his roster, Allen Robinson. And once again, David Montgomery coming through 18.3 <laughs> for Robinson and 21.5 for Montgomery. Kenyon Drake also came back to life. Uh, he had 23 carries uh, for 80 yards and a score ended up with 15 on the day. And it was a little bit of a, a seesaw battle. Were you guys watching this one in the afternoon? I was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly thought Scott was – had it. he – I thought he was gonna take it for a second. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Warwick's gonna get, he's gonna get kicked off," you know, because uh, I was really watching really closely at uh, David Montgomery, and he mm-hmm. just went off right away. I think he had a, a forty-yard touchdown or something like immediately mm-hmm. uh, when the day started, and uh, that's when I was just like, my prediction was wrong about him getting. <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point when that happened in the middle of the day, uh, Scott did put in the chat, "Fuck you, Will." wink face <laughs> and i was right. like got it got it so he heard the podcast and i was like uh, all right cool like <laughs> um you know, glad he didn't get hurt uh, overall but man scott put up a fight man like he his his team balled out 
I, I was this close to sending a, a gif in the team chat with like those two guys just like slapping each other really hard and it just, <laughs> it just keeps going back and forth because that's in my head. That's how I picture uh, Scott and Warwick in this matchup. But yeah, it just the, yeah, the entire afternoon it was just like shot for shot and kept pretty close mm-hmm. um, most of the day. Mm-hmm. It was for sure a grudge match. I haven't said the final just yet, but Warwick did in fact pull out the win. Uh, 105.5 to 82.16. It sounds like a bigger blowout than it was. Um, mm-hmm. Warwick was down for most of the day, and he really crawled out of it on the back of the guy that we thought was dead, the fantasy football zombie T.Y. Hilton, your former Dude. player, Will. Or, yeah. did, you, did you trade him to Warwick? How did he get him? Yeah, I traded him, I think it was last year at some point or the year before that. I was just... Yeah. I was just uh, upset because I had Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. They, they were my guys, you know. Yeah. So, like, when Andrew Luck retired, I was like, well, T.Y. Hilton's not going to get the ball as much. His value yeah. is kind of high right now. And Warwick needed receivers, you know, so we made a trade. We talked about it and, and made a trade happen. Uh, so he ended up with T.Y. Hilton. Don't blame me for that one because T.Y. is 31 years old as of uh, this moment and up to this point was not a good wide receiver. Uh, looking at his numbers, like he he only had over 60 yards receiving once through the first 11 weeks with zero touchdowns on the season. Last three games, 81 yards and a touchdown, 110 yards and a touchdown, 86 yards and two touchdowns, fantasy points 14, 17, and 20 his highest fantasy game was six points coming into this so Mm -hmm. he seems to have hit a stride with phil rivers for one reason or another but rivers likes him all of a sudden and it could not have come at a better time uh for wart who uh is now in the uh final four as he advances to play uh you jose um something you mentioned you were worried about when the giant killer was going to come knocking (laughs) No, absolutely. And uh, I mean, you know, kind of off topic, but that's saying on the same topic, the final four, you, me, Miller and Warwick, uh, if you were to dump all of the top 10 positional players in a bucket, um, so quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, if you were to dump them all in the bucket and you have 40 players, the remaining four playoff teams, us four, the ones I just mentioned, have 45% of these guys in their starting lineup. In their starting lineup. I didn't even look at the bench. So all four of us, me, Mario Miller, and Warwick, we're all right where we're supposed to be here in the second round of the playoffs. (laughs) And I had to call that out. Happy to see that. Happy to see when the numbers make sense and and the good teams make it later in the playoffs. That's more of a shot at Castro than anybody else. <laughs> he does, you know, he does have a good team. He just like too much depth. Nobody wants an extra flex spot more than him because he wouldn't have, he wouldn't shoot himself in the foot by picking the wrong starters every week. Um, He'll still figure out a way. Putting the, putting the final finishing touches on uh, this matchup. Um, Scott took a hit when um, Noah Fant got hurt pretty early in the game. So he gave him a zero. Um, <laughs> uh, Warwick took a hit when his kicker missed two extra points, two out of his four, to end up with zero <laughs> on the day. So those guys were kind of a wash. Marvin Jones had a pretty quiet day. He and Robert Woods kind of canceled each uh, other uh, out. Uh, um, four for 48 for Marvin Jones. And uh, it looks like Matt Stafford is not a guarantee to play this week. So 
Warwick might have to figure out what to do uh, if Chase Daniel goes. He may not have a choice but to start Marvin Jones. He got eight targets, which he liked, but um, nah, after dude, that big that game on Thanksgiving, uh, he's been rather quiet. Um, that's, that's a trap play, just saying. Marvin Jones. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, talking about the other Jones, he has another uh, piece of the puzzle to figure out with <laughs> oh. Ronald Jones. I think like he... First, it was like he was getting surgery in his hand for something that uh-huh. he was going to fix. and But they were like hopeful he was going to play this Sunday. And then I don't know where I don't know if it's related, but he got put on the covid list, um, which mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to play this upcoming week. So I was closely monitoring that situation on, on Twitter. And it just seemed like to go from like, oh, you know, surgery in the hand. He'll probably play this weekend to like, nope, nope. It's like <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah. And I, I I'm trying to balance between like recapping theirs and, and previewing the next one so like I, I keep going back and forth but i want to talk about all of it yeah. uh, well again we'll preview his his game a little more later on but i did just find out sorry his game against you i did just find out before we got on that leonard fournette was a healthy scratch this past week didn't take a single snap uh and apparently Lashawn mccoy did so i haven't seen uh work make a move just yet and i haven't looked to see if Lashawn mccoy is available but uh, <laughs> this oh, guy <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> fuck him you're the loser's bracket uh all right moving on um kareem you, hunt had a pretty big day for um for work on the monday night game as it turned out work had just barely passed up scott before the game started so um that was just the icing on the cake which is why work won by so much at, at, at one point in the third quarter um, Kareem Hunt had had so few points that if he had actually fumbled, uh, the lead would have gone back to Scott. But then Kareem Hunt just ran away with it in the second half. And maybe the biggest point and one of the biggest reasons um, I wish Castro was here is because we all took picks on who we thought the better quarterback would be between Pat Mahomes oh, and yeah. Matt Ryan. Uh, we all had the common sense to say Mahomes. I will give Castro credit for saying Mahomes would – not have a Mahomes-like game, and he'd have a bad game probably between 16 and 18 points. Well, he finished with 18.6, but Castro thought Matt Ryan would do better than that. Matt Ryan uh, did not. He had 7.26, which was a pretty big hit. And Jose, shout out to you for the consideration uh, for Scott to possibly promote Tua off of his taxi squad and start him against the Chiefs because Tua... 316 yards, two passing touchdowns, uh, six more carries for 24 yards and a rushing touchdown, finished with 27 on the day. Uh, did you see that coming? Not not exactly. The only reason I had asked uh, the last show was because I was I was looking at, I don't know why I was looking at Justin Herbert's numbers. Um, maybe it was like just the aftermath of playing Fonz um, in, in, in week 12 or 13. or I can't remember what it was, but um, Herbert had a pretty decent game against Kansas City. And I was like, oh, you know, who's, you know, he's a rookie. And I was like, who's the other rookie quarterbacks in, our, in, in the league that's, that's, that's starting right now? And then Tua came to mind. So when we were talking about Scott and Warwick's matchup and I was going through Scott's roster and saw Tua still in the taxi squad, I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe if I had this team, maybe I would activate him and I would consider starting <laughs> him over Matt Ryan. I don't know if it was my team, though, if I would have actually done that. But I know I would have considered it um, just because like I I like I'm all about I, I don't know. I like to say I'm all about risking it. But then again, I just said if it's my team, I don't know if I would actually do it. Um, so, no. But yeah, I I was looking and plugging in, you know, some numbers for him. He might actually had a shot if he actually did uh, do that. Start Tua over Matt Ryan. 
Um, and then maybe if Noah Fant wouldn't have, you know, gone down certainly sure. in the game, it would have, it would have been a much closer, um, outcome, um, for sure. But I don't, I don't know if, if, you know, it's all about making the right start and playoffs and these, these one and done scenarios and you mess up somewhere. It's, it's really hard to recover. So. It definitely would have been a bold call, uh, just so Scott can get some peace of mind. He lost by 23 and, uh, Tua would have given him only 20 more points over Matt Ryan. So would not have made the result different. It, although it would have ripped his heart out on Monday night because Kareem Hunt got a really late touchdown in that game. Ooh. So Scott would have thought he was winning all the way to the very end. So it would have been a lot more dramatic, but uh, maybe maybe best that he didn't have to live through that. Mario, are you worried or concerned? I know we're trying to avoid talking about the next matchup, but mm. there are, I heard that Kareem Hunt is actually going to take a little bit more snaps this coming week. Um, and let Nick Chubb rest for the playoffs. Do you have a source on that? Um, Castro's mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I just something I saw. I was reading through Team Stream. Um, I I haven't heard anything about that. I guess if the coach specifically came out and said we're going to give put him on a pitch count or do something like that, I'd be worried. But mm-hmm. the guy's just too good. He's too good and too yeah. efficient right now. So unless I get a sp- like an explicit we're not we're not going to play him more than 40% right. of the snaps or something like that or he's not going to carry the ball as many times there's no right. way there's no way I can sit him uh especially okay. since um uh, you know Miller alluded to this <laughs> in the chat he and I yeah. made a trade prior to the season um there were some picks involved but the the short of it is I ended up with Nick Chubb and he ended up with Amari Cooper again not straight up I I think I gave Gosh. him my first round pick too uh which he in turn flipped uh to get Zeke from Michelle so uh, he's rolling with Zeke and Amari Cooper, two Cowboys this week, and I'm rolling with Nick Chubb. So uh, these guys were on opposite sides of the ball in our championship last year against each other, and now they're we're firing them up this week. So uh, I learned better than to play with fire in terms of trying to jinx Miller. So I'm just going to say I'm starting Chubb, and that's it. That's <laughs> it. I, say, I, I just want to say, um, fuck you, Miller. Uh, that trade should have gone to me. I remember waking up. <laughs> We were going to uh, Colorado, and uh, we woke up early that morning to meet at the airport. And uh, I had talked to him the night before, messages back and forth, and I was like, I'll offer you two first-rounders for Nick Chubb. And he's just like, uh, let me think about it. Let me let me see. I need, a, I need to sleep on it. And I was like, cool, man. Take your time. <laughs> think about it. I think this is a good trade. Uh, you got a lot of running back depth. You know, like, you're good. I'm trying to convince the guy. And I remember as soon as we got through the security, everything, you know, I was trying to wake up, gave him time to wake up. I was like, hey, Miller, we're there waiting in line, I think, at, to get coffee. I was like, so about that trade. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to have to pass. I'm going to have to Damn. pass. Sorry. And then he goes and trades for a fucking Amari Cooper and a first, and a first rounder. rounder. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, sure. But I was like, man, what the fuck, man? I could have had him. I was so upset about that <laughs> trade, man. So, so done. I was like, what the hell, man? Well, Miller doesn't like you, so what do you expect? <laughs> Whatever. But on to, uh, yeah, so really close game between Scott and Warwick <laughs> at first. Yeah, that, that was pretty much the recap of their game. Jose, as you pointed out, Ronald Jones, one of the cornerstones of uh, Warwick's team, is on the COVID list. 
William, I didn't. I haven't been looking to see if you just screwed over work and tried to grab LaShawn McCoy. But even <laughs> if you didn't, like, there's no way Fournette is a healthy scratch again without right. Ronald Jones. So it's not it's not a layup either way. Right. Um, Warwick did pay premium to get Ahmed off Miami, but I think he's hurt, and I don't know the Miles Gaskin. Like the running backs of Miami, the situation is insane. Ugh. Very much so. Um, yeah, I don't so, think T.Y. Hilton is going to have another twenty point game this week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, again, we'll get into that when we preview the games uh, next episode. But uh, let's try and power through these last two. The next one on deck is actually you, William. And my mm. note here is uh, Castro brought the pain <laughs> to, uh, to you. Castro went out and said now that he's got nothing to play for. I'm sorry. Real quick. Um, Warwick is moving on to play uh, – Jose, obviously, like we said, winner of that will go on to the championship and play the winner of uh, Miller and myself. Mm-hmm. Scott uh, is going on to play Fonz. And the only reason I want to point this out is because uh, just so they know for their sake, there really is nothing to win or uh, lose. Whether you finished in fifth or sixth, you each are now going to get one ball in the lottery. Uh, the only reason to fight for one over the other is is really just personal pride. And uh, like we said, Jose is kind of keeping – track and data and all these things so you'll help you know your overall standing as far as the worst you've finished throughout your tenure or whatever so um yeah really just playing for pride between you two it will not affect your lottery odds either way you're both getting one ball in the 30 it's technically a 38 ball lottery but it'll be 37 after uh the toilet bowl winner has theirs removed so um that those are the stakes for you guys moving on William 113.4 to 89.84 you didn't have a bad game you know 89 uh pretty solid overall but uh Castro as predicted he said he was going to put up a buck 30 didn't quite <laughs> do that but 113 you will take a lot of it on the back of Jonathan Taylor yeah that fucking that fucking guy yeah he went off he went off, and I just those numbers just kept rising. Those twelve o'clock games, uh, it seemed like it. I had a chance to beat him, and it was looking <laughs> good. And then the three o'clock games, and it just plummeted, dude. It just went downhill from there. Uh, Mike Williams immediately got hurt, back yeah. injury. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you like? What is going on? And I was like, well, that's good for D's who's playing nobody. You know, uh, Keenan Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, immediately zero points off the bat there. And then Jonathan Taylor just scoring a touchdown. He's just getting his carries, just looking good. And I was just like, dude, this this guy's going to go off today. That's not good for me. Um, And he did. You know, he ended up with uh, 28.5 points, man. Yeah, 20 carries, 150 yards, two total touchdowns, and two more catches for 15 yards. Big day out of him. Definitely the Jonathan Taylor that Castro was expecting. Maybe not 28 points, but closer to what he was expecting at the start of the year when uh, Marlon Mack was rolled out. And instead, it turned out to be a weird timeshare between Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. And it seems like this is kind of a trend between Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins. Like all the rookies are kind of starting to emerge at the end of the year, which sort of makes sense. They didn't have a preseason. They were, you know, had to get up to speed pretty quickly not to mention a covid year with practice restrictions and virtual meetings and all this stuff so um a lot of these a lot of these young rookies are uh, starting to pop up at the end of the year unfortunately for castro he didn't make the playoffs so it happened a little too late for him but uh yeah promising prospect for next year and um 
his win over you means that he is no longer in the toilet bowl. And we'll get to what that means for his uh, lottery odds uh, when we finish recapping these games. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just a quick recap of his. Uh, Tom Brady, he got the quarterbacks wrong again. Tom Brady, 15, and Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> 25 this week. He flip-flopped him again. Uh, James Conner. James Conner. Uh, I did want to point this out. I don't know that he's been that he's been tooting the horn for James Conner. Um, he's obviously been kind of a frustrating prospect this year, if you ask me. But uh, William, you've taken a lot of flack for the Chris Carson deal that we made, wherein uh, I gave you a first round pick. Uh, I'm sorry, you gave me your first round pick for this year, and I in turn gave you Chris Carson straight up. And I just want to point out that Chris Carson has missed. Four and a half games due to injury this year, and is still running back seventeen. He's still a top. He's still a top twenty running back on the season. Yep. Just for comparison, James Conner, who a lot of people might have thought more highly of, has missed two games this year and is running back twenty two on the season. Trash, trash. <laughs> That's more for Castro, so he knows. And all I don't. The I don't think he's a big Chris Carson. I don't think he's a big James Conner believer, but he's definitely not a Chris Carson believer. And Carson, um, he's in a contract year, so anything could happen after the season. But the guy just consistently underrated and undervalued every year. He's good. He's good, man. I thought it was a fair trade. I still think it is. I am very happy with it. I needed a, you know, number one. I think he is a number one running back, you know, at least top 10. Uh, But obviously, like this year, he missed some games. So he, yeah, look at that face. That's exactly why. Uh, all those <laughs> doubters, he's one of them. Uh, yeah, he's he's scored and done well. He just missed those four games, and he's still number seventeen. Like it's not, it's not bad. Um, closer to five because he got injured in in one of those games and didn't finish it. But what you got, Jose? Nothing. I was just gonna. I was. I was trying to look up really quick because you you were throwing out all these guys. He's missed five games and still top twenty. I was trying to look up the Eckler stats for the year, uh, but I, I, I I unfortunately cannot throw that in there. Um, he is not a top twenty, no matter you know however many games he missed. So moving on. I will say for okay. Eckler, he missed way more games. He missed like eight yeah, or nine, a large part of the season. Um, I have kind of come around on Eckler. I was not a believer with him. I thought he was a product of Phil Rivers just loving to check down. And um but I mean what's proven he was he was absent and the pass catching volume for all of the players that filled in his place was not there. Now Eckler's in, he gets like nine targets a game. It's absurd. And Justin Herbert was obviously the starter for all those other ones, and those running backs weren't getting it. So Herbert loves Eckler. Obviously, the coaching staff does too. He's not He's not ever going to be the bell cow that goes between the tackles like a Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. But why does that matter if he's going to get 80 yards? Just He just happens to catch the ball first. And if this were PPR, that is a much deadlier player. Uh, so I'm thankful it's not. But yeah, he gets a shitload of targets in the backfield. And he's proven that uh, he's not just a, a one-year fluke, that um, they're going to give him volume. And, uh, yeah, I think Isaac will be better off. It just doesn't look great that Devontae Adams had, like, the best season of all time on the uh, receiving side of the ball. I'm just glad you acknowledged Austin Eckler. And, and you know, I know he's not going to be the Austin Eckler of, of, of before, of the past. But, you know, he's, I still think he's going to be relevant. He's still going to be something. So I'm glad you said it. Now everyone else can fall in line like this clown who's also on this call. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, you. I'm not a clown. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> I hate clowns. Uh, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, you are still in the toilet bowl uh, gambling with my pick <laughs> as it stands now. Yeah. And, uh, you are moving on to face Isaac, and Isaac is no pushover these days. Uh, we'll we'll unpack his team a little more when we talk about the matchups next week, but wrapping out yours, um, DeAndre Swift got in the end zone again for you again, put up 11. Taysom Hill, who I thought a ter- had a terrible game, ended up with actually almost 19. Yeah, um, threw it thirty-eight times. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, he's starting to throw the ball more. <laughs> well, that's good. Good on him. Uh, he likes to throw to Michael Thomas, so even better. He just can't throw touchdowns. It seems. Um. Yeah, Mike Williams got hurt. You ended up start, trying to start that Chad Hansen guy out of Houston. He he did okay, seven for fifty-six. And but man, maybe most important takeaway to a to your boy Gasecki once again. That's right. That's right. I'm excited about it. uh, Five catches for 65 yards and two touchdowns. His third straight game with a score. And um, yeah, you may be a year late on it, but as we said, uh, Mike Kosecki is not 35 years old. Like we all seem to think he's only (laughs) 25 and he's 25. And uh, if he's building a rapport with the, uh, the young Tua, who's also just starting his career, that could be a, a good uh, position for you in the uh, in the future, and you know you did finish five and eight, but uh, you know a handful of those games you just ran into teams that put up a lot of points. I know you broke a hundred against me the week that you lost, so a few of those games go the other way, and you know DeAndre Swift gets the ball a little more. You're 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 right there on the precipice of uh, another playoff appearance. Just right, right there. Just not. I can't wait. <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. It's coming next year. Next year, man. I'm gonna. You come. still have a first round pick oh, this year, is that right? Uh, yes, works. Works. Uh, yes. So works is now officially going to be a bottom four pick because he he advanced to the final four. So at best, job, it's going to be pick nine. Uh, <laughs> but I will say there seems to be a lot of depth uh, coming out again this year. Whether it's going to be Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields or uh, a handful of uh, uh, there's enough running backs and wide receivers where you can get at least a good name at number nine. So maybe not a total loss cause. True. I, and I also think Kaseki when didn't he go down in the fourth he quarter? Did he get hurt? Did think so? I think he's gonna. Well, it won't matter towards, so much. Oh yes, yes, yes. You're right. It was uh, towards the end of the game. Yeah, it was like in the close to the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, the backup tight end was there, and they were passing into the backup tight end in the red <laughs> zone. They were trying to uh, give him the ball, and um, yeah, he got hurt. I'm hoping it's not something really bad, but I mean, really, like, what is it? It's okay. But, uh, yeah, he put up 18 points, so I'm okay with that. Good game out of him. I hope for your sake and mine that uh, he gets healthy and you put up a fight against Isaac. And, again, we'll talk about it in the preview uh, show next episode. But I think Isaac's going to beat you. I agree. I don't agree, obviously. (laughs) Which, in case, real quick, I had something to say. Uh, So I was, like, a little distracted with my son. But – Isaac uh, put, decided to put up a video in our uh, Nerdsville chat and was uh, <laughs> wrote my name on a piece of paper and then threw it in the garbage. And he's like, this is what I think of Will's team. And no, the paper the actually said, it actually said Will's team. <laughs> he threw it in the trash. He said, here's what I think <laughs> right. about it. Right. And I was just like, what the? So I, you know, right before this, I got online with him real quick and I was just like, hey, 
what's up, man? He's like, hey, uh, you look at the new update on Call of Duty. I was like, yeah. By the way, fuck you. Like <laughs> for that. So like, you want to you want to you want to blow shots? See, all right, I got you. And he's like, actually, man, I fucked up. I wasn't thinking straight. I thought today was Thursday and that I had players going and I was ready. And that's why I was in that mindset. Like, I'm going to play you. And he's just like, but it's Wednesday. And yeah, I am not. He's like, I might have even fucked up because uh, I got to figure out. Like, I guess he was looking at his team and he's like, not good matchups or people are hurt or something. So he's like, I might not have been ready as I thought I was. So fuck you, Isaac. <laughs> He's going to be your buddy again for another uh, 24 hours. But yeah, once again, <laughs> fodder fodder for social media that uh, we missed out on. So uh, yeah, we got to get on this name thing so we can yeah. uh, share this with the other four. I'll go as bold to say five listeners now that are not in the league. Can't name them all, but I can name at least two. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, final matchup of... This week, the other loser bowl contest, Greg v. Justin. I, and I think most of us, actually, I don't remember, Jose, you might have it noted down, but I definitely took Justin, did not think it would be all that close. Silly me thinking that an owner actually paying attention to his team would change the results (laughs) somehow. But uh, Greg did squeeze out the win. Uh, I say squeeze out, but he won by 17. 17 points, 103.3 to 86 point. 12 uh justin did not have the best day actually most of those players did okay except Corey davis uh he only had 1.4 for him but uh high five high five (laughs) (laughs) oh what just Corey davis man like you know i'm glad i'm glad these got rid of him i think he's he has potential and i think it's one of those trap plays where you have potential on a team but you have to call the right game when he's gonna go off and uh, I think he's a consistent six to eight point guy. You know, if that's what you sure. want on your team, then then go for it. But I remember when D's dropped him, I picked him up. and was super stoked too. I was like, cool, this guy's going to get a lot of reps. And then the years just, you know, the weeks came past by and I was just like, ah, this is not working out. Like I cannot have this guy. It's a trap play for me. You know, it's like the <laughs> guys only end up with five, six, maybe seven points, or he's going to end up with two points. And I, what did he end up with this week? Uh, he ended up with 1.4 1. 1. because he fumbled the ball. So mm. he would have had 3.4, and now it gets much better. Um, yeah, only four touchdowns on the season, wide receiver 28 on the year. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's he is what he is. He's a wide receiver three. Uh, sometimes you're going to have players who get hurt or who have terrible matchups and you're going to put him in your lineup and cross your fingers. He's definitely more of a piece if we ended up if we did end up doing the extra flex like sometimes that's that's the type of player the Cole Beasley, the Corey Davis, the wide receiver 25 to 35 that would see yes. a lot more playing time. Cuz as sure. uh, Jose said, 45% of the top 10 position guys are on four teams, so uh yeah, sometimes these guys are going to make rosters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, off day for Corey Davis uh should have been an off day for uh, Hollywood Brown, but he caught a junk time uh, long touchdown after dropping another easy uh, catch earlier in the game, from what I understand. <laughs> um, big day from Lamar Jackson, even though he got like diarrhea in the third <laughs> quarter or whatever, whatever happened there. Diarrhea. 
he he's all over social media like stating his case like man y'all are crazy that's not what happened it's just but you watch <laughs> you watch the video of him like leaving the game running down the tunnel and into the locker room and like i, I know people have said it and i'm gonna say it too like i know that run i've seen that run before <laughs> like <laughs> this shit's coming out now <laughs> What I what I heard is like somebody was like in his way and he was like get out of the way yeah, <laughs> like he was yeah running, he was like running, like running and doing this. <laughs> uh, so whatever happened, I, one comment I read is like uh, it said Lamar Jackson beat beat the Browns twice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. <laughs> and people were putting all this dialogue in. Uh, saying like I guess uh, Baker and Lamar were super chummy, like they were friendly after the game. And someone, someone said, like, oh, it's good to see these guys can get along. And someone said, uh, that's because Baker didn't see what Lamar did to his toilet. <laughs> <Just yet. laughs> earlier uh, earlier today, uh, Todd Gurley tweeted out, I dropped my phone in the toilet while taking a number two, shaking my head. Shit happens, literally. And then he followed up with another tweet um, to his first tweet that said, yo, Lamar Jackson, any tips, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> Like everyone's yeah. just having having at it with with uh, with, with Lamar Jackson and, and what looked to have happened uh, the game. <laughs> I think he just needs to own up to it. Just say fuck it. Uh, the internet yeah. is is great great for stuff like that. Um, <laughs> he did come back. You know, he cleaned cleaned himself up. Were they wearing the white pants or the black pants that day? I didn't. Like... <laughs> no, I think about it. No, oh, gross. I don't know. <laughs> You know, uh, look at tape and look. <laughs> he came back out, played hero for sure. That was that was an incredible game. If you yeah. guys uh, caught the end, it of was it. a really good game. Lots of back and forth. Finished with thirty five points and one of those late touchdowns to Hollywood Brown. And even with that, not enough to even get Justin within fifteen. Uh, mostly because Rogers matched uh, Lamar for the most part, put up uh, almost thirty one on the day. Alvin Kamara gave Greg fifteen. Stephon Diggs one hundred and thirty yards and a touchdown for nineteen. Jimmy Graham scored for him and uh, Bears defense gave him 15. And I was kind of looking at it um, for Justin's team, you know, 35 for Lamar, CEH with nine. And oh, did y'all see that Josh Jacobs crap? Um, yes. No pun intended. Yes. No. Where he was questionable going into the game and he put up a, uh, a post on his Instagram saying, I'm not playing today with like, you know, crying laughing faces. And uh, some people were like, oh, hell, I guess, you know, let's take him out. He's like, he's come out and said he's not going to play. And then he ends up starting in the game and he puts up a separate post. I don't have it in front of me that says, uh, um, you know, something to the effect of like, oh, sorry, not sorry. Like, uh, oh, I wish I had it in front of me. But basically he says like, oh, he was, he was trolling people, put crying laughing faces. And then super tiny text at the bottom, he put F your fantasy team with like a middle finger emoji. <laughs> Wow, dude. Dude, people were pissed and just all over it on, on Twitter and shit. Just like, fuck you. I mean, because this is like playoff times. He knows it. He knows what week 14 means for uh, fantasy football players out there. So just mm. such a bad troll, man. Like At first I was like, I can respect it. But I was like, nah, I don't know, man. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Uh, I was following it a little uh, recently. I wanted to see what some of the professional anal- analysts would say. And uh, Matthew Barry-, Barry came down on him pretty hard on his uh, mm-hmm. ESPN show, just saying, like, don't be like this guy. You know, it's he- He's always had the right approach to it, which is NFL players don't care about your fantasy team. 
They shouldn't. That's that's not a big deal. They have a way more important job to do on a day-to-day basis. It's not their concern of, you know, whether or not they get you 100 yards or a score or whatever. They don't mm-hmm. care. They should only care about their team and about winning. That's fine. And I can't imagine the flack these guys get uh, from, especially in the world of Twitter, when, you know, you have an off game and you're upset about it and, you know, some mouse breeder with Cheetos on his shirt is just telling you that you suck or something like that. So I'm sure it gets annoying. But there's a difference between not caring about it and keeping it out of your life and going out of your way to troll because there are plenty of fantasy football fans who aren't, you know, those those people who tweet at them and say you suck. They just, you know, you have a bad game, just like we talk about it. You know, we get frustrated, but don't need to go out these guys personally. And a lot of people know that. But for him to go out of his way and troll and literally give a middle finger to fans who I mean, there's people who own jerseys of players that play on teams they don't play for because fantasy is so huge in this uh, for the NFL and more fans means more revenue and more revenue means more money for players like him. So we should at least have the respect to not go out of your way to do that. So uh, that was his take on it. And um, uh, Josh Jacobs started firing back. They had a little back and forth and within like two minutes, Josh Jacobs ended up blocking Matthew Barry. He's like, well, that was quick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shoot. Matthew Um, Barry will tell you how it is, bro. You don't fuck with that guy. Fucking yeah, um, or second year NFL idiot. Yeah, he definitely. I was I wasn't a huge fan of him. Uh, I mean, I was pretty indifferent about him, but now I like I actively don't like this guy. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, bad move by by him in my opinion. He ended up with only seven and a half points on the day, so he might have done you a favor if you benched him because he didn't have a great day. Um, I just want to say real quick, no offense to uh, the people with Cheetos on their shirt. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yes. Um. Anyway, getting back to to Justin's team, yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of none of them, none of them boomed, but they didn't have a terrible day, and I'm wondering what happened the, to hurt him the most. And honestly, it was his kicker. And defense, one point for his <laughs> kicker and two points for his Panthers defense. And they combined for three points uh, for some perspective. Greg's team, kicker and defense, combined for 23. And, you know, 23 to three, a 20-point difference, Justin lost by 17. So that really did kind of make the swing in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Tucker did his thing like usual. And, uh, man, the Bears defense, 15 points. That's That's wild. Yeah, good game for them. Houston obviously struggling without uh, without Will Fuller and uh, QT and um, just no GM. That team is just in shambles. And I'm, I'm lucky for whatever Watson is able to do, but it makes me nervous for uh, his upcoming games. Um, <laughs> that being said, Greg is now out of the toilet bowl contention. He is locked into the number nine spot, and we'll get to his lottery odds uh, in a second. So he is locked in. Will not lose any balls at a lottery. He has the fourth best odds currently to uh, get that number one spot. Justin, on the other hand, is advancing in the toilet bowl. He will face Michelle on that side of the bracket. So, oh, it's, so it's, it's great. I'm glad it ended up that way. Like, these these matchups are perfect. All yeah. week. Yeah, and I can talk shit to Isaac all week too. Or yeah. he can keep sending videos and trying to troll me, the little bitch. That's right. I said it, Isaac. <laughs> For sure, for sure. I love that it's Justin and Michelle because they go way back to even a year before I met them, which was in 2015. So they go back to 2014 with their Cowboys history. And uh, 
they, you know, Michelle's not really going into the office uh, these days, so they don't cross paths. But they, if there's anyone they would feel comfortable talking trash to, outside of Fonz, uh, it would be each other. Yeah. So uh, yeah. happy for that matchup. One of them will, in fact, move on to the championship of the toilet bowl. Meanwhile, uh, you and Isaac on the other side, uh, as you mentioned, talking trash. So uh, let's let me cover what that does mean for uh, their lottery odds. Uh, Michelle is currently in, she finished the regular season in last place. So 38 balls in the lottery. She will have 10 of them right now. Isaac and 11 is going to have nine. William, um, your pick, which belongs to me, you finished in 10th place. So you get seven of those. Greg, who is, since he's now out of the toilet bowl is locked in with five balls. Justin currently has three, but if he loses out, that will go down to two. So it kind of hurts him the most in terms of percentage. Cause while, Michelle has 10 balls and we'd be going down to nine. She's only losing 10% of her balls. If Justin goes from three to two, he's losing 33% of uh, his balls in the lottery. So uh, Justin is not locked in, currently has the right to three balls, but if he loses, that will go down to two. Uh, the next three guys, Castro, Fonz, and Scott, they're all locked in because they are not. They are no longer in contention uh, for the toilet bowl. Castro, you're locked in at two balls. Fonz and Scott, since you've made the playoffs, uh, but got kicked out in the first round. You're not in the toilet bowl and you get one ball each to go into that lottery. Again, I say 38, but it will really be 37 after one of those gets taken out for the penalty. So, uh, the last four, uh, Jose Warwick, Scott, I'm sorry, Jose Warwick, uh, myself and Miller, uh, we are now locked into the bottom four slots in the lottery. I'm in, in the draft. Sorry. No lottery for us. Our names don't even get put Fuck into it. So, me. Uh, the winners of this week will be locked into the bottom two slots, uh, meaning 11 and 12. Um, the winner of that championship will be 12 and then runner up will be 11. The losers of this week will play, uh, where the loser will get the nine pick and the winner will get the 10 pick. But as a reminder for how the payouts are going to work, if you make third place, you're going to get your buy-in back. So if you win, sure, you lose one spot in the lottery, you go from nine to 10, but you will also get a hundred dollars back. I can either send it to you or you can opt to just uh, roll it over for your buy-in next year. Totally your choice. Uh, for the two teams that win in the winner's bracket this year, um, the runner-up will get double their buy-in, so they get 200 bucks, and the winner will take the remaining pot of the $1,200 buy-in. Again, we lost $260 to um, uh, the weekly payouts. We were paying out $20 to the highest scores for the first 13 weeks. Uh, we're losing $100 to third place. We're losing $200 to uh, second place. And there's an extra $40 that's set aside out of that uh, to go into, um, uh, uh, to purchase the ring for the champion. So all that being said, the amount that's left over is $600 for the first place champion. Ooh, which is great to have around the holidays. So, Oh yeah, these. so someone someone's in line to get themselves a free ps5 except for jose who already has one so maybe you can get another one yeah dude you don't need another one dude i just gotta say i fucked up and should have just given you warg's pick man (laughs) saying it out loud you had you had so much confidence so much confidence well maybe it'll work out for the best maybe my pick ends up being a bust and you get a steal at number nine you got to think with your mind, William. With your oh, mind. Yeah, dude. 
No, I'm going to think with my 1877 mineral water. <laughs> That's what I'm going to think with. <laughs> uh, quickly, I, I said number nine for work, but it you know it could be number 12. He could win the whole yeah, thing. So anywhere in there. Regardless, it doesn't sound pretty <laughs> for me. <laughs> Uh, not much to uh, recap on the waiver wire that processed overnight. I mentioned I grabbed the kicker, but really the only other person was uh, you, Jose. Spent three dollars on the Bills D, just kind of doing some last minute positioning. Are you are you rolling with them this week? I think I'm going to. Um, it was either them or the. I think I had the Vikings who I ended up dropping for Bills D. I mm-hmm. honestly don't know what I'm doing with defense. I think this late in the in the fantasy season is just kind of like you know play the next best available yeah. and. Um, on the on the free agents on the waivers was the Bills of D. So I I'll probably end up rolling with them. Um, I have a plan for if I do well if I do advance right to the championship game. Um, but if I don't, I'm still playing for third place. So is that how it goes? Yeah, yeah. still playing for third place. Yeah. Um, so still you know still some consideration there. But um, yeah, more than likely we'll roll with Bills D. Bills D. I was just happy to see you spend three dollars because I'm like, yeah, now to bid you, I just need to spend five instead of eight. So <laughs> it changed there. I think but, I uh, have all my like transactions. Like I don't, I don't see myself making another another one. So I, like in my head, I'm like, well, I just have this money just in case. But you're right. Yeah. If if there is someone that you know might be worth taking uh, for someone in my position next week, um, I'm screwed if you outbid me. So. <laughs> We'll see if it comes down to it. I have like $30 pretty, uh, I haven't looked at everyone's amount, but yeah, this pretty much by week nine, it felt like most of the big names were gone, like barring injury. There's not a whole lot of people emerging. Um, True. Except for one person that uh, uh, Miller grabbed for free because Miller doesn't have any money. So he he just happened to wake up before everyone else and kind of scavenge what was left. Uh, But that'll take us into our Thursday night preview, Chargers at Raiders. Tomorrow night, Isaac, so you get your dates right. Chargers at Raiders. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I, I took the time to pick out the players who were playing in the winner's bracket. I, I don't know who Isaac has <laughs> going in that game that he's starting. So uh, uh, I don't know. At the top of my head, it might be kicker, defense. I think defense. I don't know. He's got uh, Austin Eckler. Uh, oh, how did we forget that? Oh yeah, come on, yeah. come on, guys! How could we forget Austin Eckler? <laughs> uh, that's all that's in his starting lineup. Um, okay, looks like he's gonna roll with uh, Hawkinson over Hunter Henry, um, but Hunter Henry would be the only other Thursday night player um, worth consideration. Gotcha, William. You don't have anybody going, do you? Uh, for tomorrow, no. Cool. All right. So Austin Eckler, like we said, that's that's kind of a must start. I, I Eckler, even though he's missed like ten games this season, and what he's done in his limited time, and more what the other players haven't done in his absence, uh, yeah, he's he's earned more respect from me. So good matchup. Kind of a must start in that situation, especially in this game. I didn't. I meant to go back and look up their first matchup because they're in the same division, and I didn't do that. But I'm hoping for my sake it was a shootout because in this game, uh, I. Probably gonna end up starting that kicker for the Raiders, unless you tell me otherwise, William. Think with your heart this time, <laughs> not with your bias. I'm not uh, between him, this and kicker, Blankenship. and Blankenship. Uh, I, I, Blankenship seems like more of the consistent guy that I would go with. 
that I like. Uh, but I also, who is Indianapolis playing this week? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't want to spend too much time on a, on a kicker. Okay. But I'll I, give you a for real answer when this next episode. But right now, my heart says uh, Blake and Chip. I don't, I don't, Thursday night football games, I don't really like starting players, me personally. And, uh, but I mean, I don't blame you if you start a kicker for tomorrow. It's, it's a good matchup, but it is, it is for what it's worth. And kickers are kind of hard to predict. Um, San Diego is ranked like 25th worst against kickers. And I kind of believe that I, the, the Raiders have a more than competent offense, but I don't know that they're good at punching it into the end zone. I believe they'll be able to move the ball and at least get close. So even if it's not an extra point, maybe it'll be a field goal attempt and it's indoors, which I always like for kickers. And on the flip side, Miller has the Chargers kicker going. And um, this guy, <laughs> Tyron Johnson, who stepped in to replace Mike Williams when he got injured the other day. And Tyron Johnson, he's somebody I actually looked at to grab, but I was like, no, nah, it's probably not necessary. And of course, Miller does it this morning ahead of his matchup with me. And they played tomorrow. Tyron Johnson ranked wide receiver 94 on the season. So any other time, I'm just grinning and saying like, oh, no big deal. Like, yes, by all means, start this guy. But because Miller did it, I am now terrified of uh, what he could potentially do tomorrow against a not so great um, Raiders defense in a division matchup. So for that reason, I kind of just want to have a kicker going just so I can like cancel out some points. <laughs> so just be a little bit better, even though there's no logic to it whatsoever. Nah, dude, don't um, do it. If that's your so, logic, don't. Well, I also Carlson is the third best kicker on the season in terms of points. He mm-hmm. he's been pretty consistent. He's got a pretty consistent floor, and he seems to be a safer play. Oh, uh, Indy is playing Houston, so they'll be able to move mm-hmm. the ball on Houston. It's also indoors, but the last time they played Blankenship, which was a couple of weeks ago, he only had seven points because mm-hmm. uh, Indy kept scoring touchdowns. Houston couldn't stop them, so they just kept getting in. So he was only getting extra points. So a little bit to think about there. Um, on the other side of the winner's bracket, much more interesting players than kickers and defenses. <laughs> Jose, uh, you are facing off against Waller the Baller, Darren Waller. Ooh, Waller you scared, the boy? Baller. You scared? Actually, yes. I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying not to get too far into like, you know, this, this matchup. Right. Cause I know it's, it's, we're going to talk about it the next show. But I don't do, do do so hot in the second round of the playoffs, um, especially not coming off a bye. Um, so to go up against um, Darren Waller um, is quite terrifying. Uh, you know, I have Keenan Allen also going tomorrow night. Right now he's questionable. Um, so I, I have some decisions to make if he doesn't play. I have people to put in, obviously. It's just, you know... Am I going to roll with three receivers or three running backs this time around? Um, I don't know, but I'm 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 terrified. I'm it being the second round, going <laughs> up against Warwick. You know, he was one of my three losses this season, um, and then just Derek uh, Darren Waller's is a beast. Um, so I don't I don't know. It's going to be a stressful week for sure. I've already started my medication. <laughs> Thanks for asking. D- doubling the dosage this week. Uh, like you said, on your side, you do have Keenan Allen going. Again, I I, God, I I don't know why I didn't, but I meant to look up this matchup. And that's that's sort of what I like is that you kind of get a feel for what might happen in this game. You might or you might not because division games could go either way. I think the last uh, Ravens-Browns uh, game was a much lower scoring affair. 
than last night. And so you're, if you're going off of that, you're going like, okay, grudge match. And like I said, Nick Chubb had four points when they played the Ravens early in the season and he had 22 last night. So, uh, you know, maybe I'm kidding myself and saying it's an indicator, but I don't really looking at both these teams right now. I don't really believe in their defenses. And if he's healthy, I know Justin Herbert loves him. If there's anybody he loves more than Austin Eckler, it's uh, Keenan Allen. So, True. Yeah, he does. I know you. I'll let you manage your team. I know you got decisions to make. I haven't looked at it. I'm totally staying out of advice because uh, I know how stressful <laughs> these decisions are around this time of year. Um, you in the playoffs, if- boy? <laughs> no, I, absolutely. And I, <laughs> I, you know, I. These are really good matchups, even going into the toilet bowl. Um, and 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 yours, Mario. You know. You, Playing Miller, obviously, this is a not twenty nineteen championship game rematch. Um, but I know um, I, you know, and I'm going up against Miller in a different league of mine, and I have my core two players are um, Deshaun Watson and, and Dalvin Cook. And last year, Dalvin Cook did not do well for us in the championship <laughs> game. Um, we, we both went up against Miller, um, and then you know, obviously, Dalvin Cook didn't play. I ended up starting Mike Boone at the time. Um, so it did terrible. I, I think I put up my lowest fantasy total, uh, points in, in any of my leagues ever. Um, and to do it in a championship game, it sucks. So just kind of reeling back to like our, our matchups there. Um, there's some of the best I've seen this, this week and it being the playoffs for us. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. And, um, we'll see what happens after this week. But yeah, it's, it's uh, a lot of emotions. Yeah. I got to say not being in the playoffs, I am actually pretty excited to see this the way it's going to play out because it can either go one or two ways, right? And it's like either Warwick or, you know, we have either Warwick or Mario have a chance to win their first ring or you or Miller with the seat next to me as a two-time <laughs> champion. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> if, if that happens, I'm going to be rooting for either one of them the following year just to shut you up. <laughs> <laughs> they can say three-time champ. Every three time you open your champ. mouth, I'm just say, hold on, let me get let me get Miller or D's on the phone. Hold on, they got something to tell you. I mean, see, I, I've, I've thought about that moment too. If it comes to that, and I, I'm trying not to look ahead or jinx myself, but I just know if if and when it happens, and there is someone else to say they're a two-time champ, I know this guy is gonna turn around and say, "Oh, but did you go back to back?" Like back to back, <laughs> back to back, two-time champ. Like what now? Like. And I if can't I, say and I if won't I, say that. And if I just gave you that idea, you know, fuck me. You right? probably did. Yeah. You did. You actually you actually did. I was not thinking that at all. But <laughs> sort of in the same vein to get into technicalities. Uh as relieved as I was to find out that I, I was no longer the biggest blowout loss, even though I technically wasn't in the playoffs. You told me that uh, when Isaac did it, he did it to me. He beat me in the championship by 40. So I still am technically the worst championship loss as far as <laughs> that that goes in my head. So I need that record to get wiped away. <laughs> That's fair. And and most most of these, you know, blowouts happen in, in, in round in round one. Looking at like the top five biggest blowouts in playoff history, the yeah. three out of the five happened in the first round. I mean, it should be that way for sure. But I remember that particular year against Isaac. I should have been eliminated in round one. I remember I beat Craig because Alvin Kamara, he needed like one point. He got hurt in the first quarter on the first drive, and I won by like one. I don't remember who I beat in round two, but I should have lost that one too. They just happened to have a bad week. And, of course, my luck ran out in the biggest game, uh, you know, 40-point differential. Like I honestly completely phased that. I totally repressed that from my memory because I did not know I was in two championships until you like started bringing out the records and told me. I uh, I so blocked that out of my head that I honestly forgot that it happened. 
Yeah, and I think 2017 was a year with the the Game of Thrones, Jon Snow, and, you know, is he dead, yeah. is he not? And I think I remember you saying, like, like posting that meme or that gif, like, just let me die already, like, <laughs> or, or something. And I was just like, oh, my die. gosh. Like, but you just kept advancing. Um, but, yeah. Yep, yep. So I want that record wiped away this year, whether I do it or uh, one of you guys does it to someone else. But, um, yeah, man, that's that's all I got. That's all I got for this week. Unless uh, you guys have any more topics you wanna you wanna touch on? No, I feel like the deeper I get um, off topic from our scheduled program, the more I'll get into these next uh, matchups. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't yeah. want to do that because I, I know we're ready at time here. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll hold all my comments until next episode. All right. Um, for the record, I am finally not working high school football on Friday night, so I might be able to do a little earlier instead of 11. Maybe we can do it at a decent hour, closer to 9 o'clock. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Uh, I'll put the ping out there. Let's see if we can actually get Miller on this next one. Um, I would I say work wait. since he's since he's your opponent, but we, we had work on and we've been trying to get Miller for a while, so – um, I'll reach out to him, or maybe if we get this out soon enough, he'll uh, he'll hear the call and he'll come to us. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> uh, last little uh, side note to remind everyone: there is football on Saturday, so make sure you get those lineups set, and don't forget whether or not you have um, these players in. We got the Panthers at the Packers. That is the evening game at seven fifteen. Early game, Bills at Broncos, 3.30. I don't know if any of us off the top of my head have those people, but uh, – oh, yeah, you got Mike Davis. You got Mike Davis on Saturday. So, um, yeah, yeah. Sure for do. those yeah. still playing for for things, uh, make sure that you get those guys in or out of your lineup. But, uh, yeah, hopefully this will be up uh, at a decent time tomorrow and uh we'll record on friday and hopefully get that one out on saturday with any luck we'll have gotten miller in here but um yeah with that uh mario oh god i sound like you big willie signing out i i'm trying to i'm trying to ryan seacrest this but uh for jose uh mario saying we'll be back in a couple weeks and william you can take us home i just want to say from the bottom of my heart um, Castro, you suck. Big Willie signing up. <laughs> Later. See ya. Later.